live around the globe. It's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Maxa's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome aboard. Well, if you told me a few years ago that Domino's Pizza would open stores in Italy, the home of pizza, I'd have said, yeah, well, when pigs fly. Well, pigs have taken flight. Pizza Hut this week announced it would put three Domino's in Italy. The first one in Madrid. Just waiting for Starbucks to open in that country now. The world is our oyster here in Rudy Max's world, where it's all travel all the time. I blush to tell you this, but this week I learned the show grabbed the gold. Rudy Max's world received first place as the best travel radio show in the United States in 2014 from the American Society of Travel Writers. The Lowell Thomas Awards are judged by the faculty of the Journalism School at the University of Minnesota, where I have no friends at all. I don't know how this happened. We won the same award for 2012. I don't know what went wrong in 2013. Jeez. Coming up this hour, we'll chat in a minute with our pilot in residence, Patrick Smith, about that pilot who died while flying this week and the other pilot who passed out aloft this week. Patrick has a very interesting take on these events. Then Ralph Nader just opened a new museum in Connecticut. That's right, a museum that commemorates the right of citizens to sue corporations if a company produces, oh, a faulty car. You remember the Corvair and Pinto, don't you? Bad medicine, more. Did you know it was thanks to Ralph Nader that we are now compensated when we must give up or volunteer to give up a seat on an overbooked airline flight? I didn't know that. Mr. Nader is in the house at about 18 after the hour. Then Robert and Mary Carey will talk to Kelsey Minerick about how to avoid the risk of blood clots in your legs while flying. And we'll compare L.A. and Paris as seen through the eyes of two artists. We'll also learn the answer to the question of why Congress has decreed the small town of Anoka, Minnesota as the Halloween capital of the world. First, a couple of quick stories from this week's news and travel. As I broadcast live at about 10.07 a.m. Eastern on Saturday morning, I was distressed to wake up today to news of bombs going off at a train station or had gone off in a train station in Turkey's capital of Ankara. The death toll may be rising even as I broadcast. 86 is the local, is the, uh, excuse me, the, the most recent number of deaths. Uh, these folks were attending a peace rally that urged talks between the Turkish government and the Kurdish political party. Uh, nearly 200 injuries so far. Among other negative points, this doesn't make Turkey look like a desirable travel spot. And along those lines, just days before the Nobel Peace Prize was awarded to entities in Tunisia for their dedication to helping lead the government to a functioning secular society a few years ago, the government of Tunisia lifted the state of emergency that was imposed three months ago following that massacre of 38 people, mainly British tourists, who were enjoying a beachside holiday. That was the second deadly attack on tourists in three months for poor Tunisia. First was an attack on tourists at the National Bardo Museum in Tunis, the capital. 22 people were killed in that attack. The Islamic State took credit for the massacres, and the Tunisian government blamed lax security in neighboring Libya for allowing the killers in. Tourism is very important to that country's economy, and business has been slow to return over the summer. The army was deployed to guard sensitive sites with orders to shoot to kill in the case of any trouble. There's no word on whether that kind of security might be standing down now that the... Uh, State of emergency has been lifted. Then there was the rather startling news this week that an American Airlines pilot died while piloting a flight from Phoenix to Boston on Monday. Tuesday, a United co-pilot passed out in midair on a flight from Houston to San Francisco. 
I asked our pilot in residence, Patrick Smith, to join me for a few minutes to discuss this. Patrick's a pilot with a major U.S. airline. He curates a popular blog called AskThePilot.com, and he's the author of the book that you should get called Cockpit Confidential, Everything You Wanted to Know About Air Travel. Patrick, nice to have you here. Um, am I right that these two incidents are quite rare? Rudy, I don't, I don't know if we can talk about this because I'm just too too worked up over this Domino's Pizza in Italy thing. <laughs> I know. It upset I, me as well. <laughs> oh, that's just terrible. Um, no, seriously, though, uh, this sort of thing is, is very unusual, but not unprecedented. Back in 2009, a Continental Airlines captain died uh, on a flight en route from Brussels to Newark uh, in 2013. There was an incident where a United captain had a heart attack. There have been... A couple of uh, in-flight deaths involving pilots overseas. So once in a while it happens, but the the really important thing to emphasize here, and what wasn't necessarily emphasized well in the media following the American incident, is that there are always at least two fully qualified pilots in a commercial plane. But you um, say you say they're not necessarily there in case the other guy dies. No, there are two pilots because it takes two pilots to fly an airplane. Uh, contrary to what most people seem to believe, uh, planes don't fly themselves, and, and it can get very busy up there, and it really is a, a team effort to get you uh, from one place to another uh, safely and soundly. Um, the co-pilot, meanwhile, uh, is not uh, an apprentice, as uh, a lot of journalists were making it seem this past week. Yeah, it seemed like uh, a I'm miracle a, I, he could land the plane. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm a co-pilot myself, and I land my plane all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, co-pilots perform just as many takeoffs and landings as, as captains do. The captain is in charge and ultimately responsible, but we share the flying duties equally. And that point wasn't made clear in the news reports following uh, the death of the American captain. And, you know, the idea that the co-pilot had to, to take control was presented as some sort of novelty where, you know, that, that's his job anyway. Now, granted, there would have been an increased workload, and then the co-pilot was dealing with the, the trauma of his colleague just having passed away. So there were stressors, and it would have been a more work-intensive situation than normal. Granted, but as long as there were no additional emergencies or, or malfunctions, it was it was going to be pretty straightforward. Those two things bug you, don't they? Two things, which is that uh, this belief that that the airplanes can fly themselves because of computers now, and that the co-pilot is uh, you know this apprentice who's learning at the side of the pilot. Whereas there really are both there are both pilots. That's why co-pilot the, the the phrase. And yeah, those, you, those those two items are probably my biggest uh, pet peeves. Yeah, I mean, I'm a co-pilot myself, so with respect to that point, uh, it's it's something I take a little personally. Sometimes I can't help it. Yeah, if you ever want to get in a bar fight with Patrick Smith, uh, last. <laughs> Now, there are the mandatory age retirements were raised recently for pilots, weren't they? From, uh, or, or was it it? Sorry. I'm sorry. I uh, didn't mean to cut you off. Yes. No. Um, it <clears throat> used to be uh, pilots had to retire at 60, and now it's uh, 65, which is putting things in step with uh, ICAO and, and really what the rest of the world was doing. Um, but the pilots over a certain age have to have uh, fairly stringent twice yearly medical exams and and you know that in general keeps pilots uh, maybe a little healthier than normal than uh, the rest of the population on average but you know that's that's not going to prevent things like this from happening every once in a while but general advice is sit back relax enjoy your flight so remember there are always at least two of us up there and and, and either of us can fly the plane well i'm glad to hear that and i'm glad you're one of them patrick thank you for stopping by Anytime, Rudy. Thank you.
And if you'd like to learn more about what it's like to be, oh, not just to be a commercial pilot, but what goes on on that plane when it takes off, what those weird noises are and so on, the wheels going up, whatever, uh, check out Patrick's book. It's called Cockpit Confidential. You can get it at Amazon or at his website, askthepilot.com. You're listening to Rudy Max's World, America's, well, according to the Society of American Journalists, America, Society of American Travel Writers, America's most popular radio show, or best one anyway, when we come back. Uh, no less a personage than Ralph Nader stops by to introduce us to a very unique, unique museum behind which he's the driving force. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. Hey, folks, Robert Carey here to alert you that our friends at Emerald Waterways just alerted us about an exciting new destination, Mystical Myanmar and the Irrawaddy River. Discover the best Myanmar has to offer on a once-of-a-lifetime river expedition. Book by October 31st and receive free airfare from select gateways. But space is limited, so you're going to want to act fast. Emerald's also extended their free airfare offer when booking Owners One bedroom suites and Grand Balcony suites on their European itineraries. Info and free brochures at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com. You can save time and money when you let eMeals.com do the heavy lifting by planning your meals and organizing your grocery list. I save two to three hours a week by not having to search for recipes, write a list, or wander around the grocery store trying to figure out what's for dinner. Each week, I get a new delicious recipe with a corresponding grocery list in my inbox and free phone app. Life is easier with eMeals.com. Get two weeks of emails free by going to eMeals, that's E-M-E-A-L-S.com, or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. If you suffer from muscle or joint pain, inflammation, or other aches, give All Natural Relief Factor a try. Just go to relieffactor.com and order your two-week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over-the-counter, body-harming painkillers. Instead, get Relief Factor. It's all natural and contains just four ingredients, omega-3, resveratrol, icarin, and curcumin. This product works, and if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com or visit rudymaxa.com, look under sponsors, and experience life pain-free again. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it. 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 Book your trip with Orbitz, get Orbitz rewards, and use them instantly. Only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards. Instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com slash rewards. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. There's a new museum in town, well, in the town of Winstead, Connecticut, at any rate. And I got to tell you, the name isn't the sexiest name in the world. It's the American Museum of Tort Law. But the guy who is the driving force behind it does have a sexy name and certainly an incredible uh, uh, background. He is Ralph Nader, one of the original of the crusading uh, consumer rights advocates in these United States. And he joins me now on the show. Uh, Mr. Nader, nice to have you here. Good to be with you, Rudy. All right, let's 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 get let's disabuse uh, listeners of the notion that the American Museum of Tort Law is something that you have to have a law degree to go visit. This is not a boring place. And what story does it tell? Oh, it's an exciting story over two centuries, right down to the 
current time, it's the law of wrongful injury. So when somebody uh, puts a assault and battery on someone else or a, a manufacturer produces a dangerous car or exposes you to hazardous uh, chemicals or hazardous workplaces, uh, malpractice, uh, the law says you've got a right to go to a, a, a court of law and with a contingent fee lawyer uh, Make your case. And what kind of case? Well, you make your case by putting out the evidence and you show your losses, job loss, medical losses, pain and suffering, and the jury decides the facts under instructions about the law from the judge. So it's a very open system. Uh, the media can be there. Anybody can walk into the courtroom, and uh, there's a verbatim transcript. Uh, the judge can uh, discipline the jury if it ever gets out of whack. And on appeal, it's also open in the courts with uh, verbatim transcripts. So unlike the legislative and executive branch, you know, you go to the legislature, you've got to beg or pay, and the executive branch is mired in bureaucracy. You have an unimpeded direct right to go to court. That's direct democracy. That's what this museum shows. So it shows the whole tobacco litigation in graphic art, the asbestos litigation that uh, involved the deaths of hundreds of thousands of workers over 60, 70 years. It has uh, the Pinto, uh, the fuel tank rupture, the, it has the Corvair, of course. And it has a lot of cases that showed the growth of it over the years. You know, 100 years ago, you couldn't get compensation for pain and suffering uh, or punitive damages. Uh, so it teaches people about the law. It brings the law to the people. People who have gone through it have been totally fascinated. I mean, well, why not? It affects everybody's daily experience, right? Everybody it, drives a car. People have interacted with the health care system, <laughs> eat, taking medicines. <laughs> it's not like any of the other 35,000 museums, Rudy, in the U.S., which are single issue. You know, they're either on garlic in Gilroy, California, or a sports <laughs> museum, or, you know, a museum on a particular city or town. Uh, so we expect... Uh, to expand it with a full-size courtroom so it can stream all these activities uh, all over the world. One of the reasons you don't see Corvairs on the street much anymore, or at, at all, unless it's a collector's item, is because in the early 60s, uh, it turned out to be a dangerous car. Ralph Nader led a crusade to get it off the roads. He wrote a best-selling book in 1965 called Unsafe at Any Speed, and uh, that really certainly brought him, it made him a household name. So this celebration, this, this museum then, is really a celebration of the average citizen's rights to uh, right to go to a court and uh, get recompense and some satisfaction from a faulty product, as you you mentioned a, a number of them, from medications to cars. Um, there is actually a Corvair on display there, yeah. um, and 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 I I also would guess and correct me if I'm wrong that one purpose in this museum is because there is a constant push going on for decades among some in law and uh, and, and legislature to limit the right of an individual to sue for uh, uh, damages or recompense in the case of faulty products. Am I correct? No, oh, yeah. Massive attack called tort reform. Imagine using the word reform. Backed by the insurance companies, companies like General Electric, Merck, Pfizer, General Motors, Exxon, Mobil, they don't want to be held responsible. They don't want to be held accountable. The thing about tort law, Rudy, is it can go right up to the CEO, 
through depositions. They can subpoena the CEO or the chief engineer or the quality control inspector. Uh, they can't get away. And they can get away by paying off legislators or having uh, you know intermediaries before regulatory agencies. But they can't get away with this. When I sued Allegheny Airlines years ago for overbooking, and they bumped me on a flight from Washington to Hartford, I deposed the head of Allegheny Airline. He came to our office, walked up a rickety uh, stairs and sat at a plane table with a light bulb above, and my lawyer, Reuben Robertson, deposed him and got him to admit that they had systematically overbooked. Uh, so it's a very egalitarian, a very democratic process. Going back hundreds of years, our founding fathers were opposed to King George, not only taxation without representation, but their other big complaint that he was going to take away their right of trial by jury by their peers in their community, which they saw as a bulwark against tyranny. So what this museum wants to do is get people more interested in not dodging jury service and serving on juries as, as a constitutional duty. And excellent. Since this is a travel show, I'll just add a footnote. I presume because of your overbooking suit, it's why I, if I, well, any of us, if, if we get kicked off a plane for overbooking, we get, a, we get compensation for it as opposed to, sorry, you can take the next flight tomorrow. It works perfectly every day all over the country. Right. Dalcon Shield is another thing. The Ford Pinto you mentioned. So what age group could walk into this museum and understand the concept behind it? All age groups. We even have a toy room showing dangerous toys where ah. parents can take their children and get informed about uh, a more wise choice of toys. They alert them to some of the hazards. And uh, toys now, are, by the way, are a lot safer than they were 30, 40 years ago because of litigation, lawsuits. Uh, lawsuits not only get compensation for injured people from perpetrators, they deter they send signals out to other companies or the same company that was hauled into court. You're going you're gonna to have to pay for your carelessness, so you better turn your company around, ship shape, and uh, decide that it's safer to be uh, – it's, it's more economical to be safe than to be unsafe. That's the deterrent effect of the law of torts, which uh, has been called the muscle of justice. It's so great to hear that enthusiasm in an 81-year-old crusader as yourself, uh, Ralph, that you, you still have that passion. Let me ask you, is this, as you derisively call it, tort reform uh, 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 sentiment, is it still something that is being pushed in Congress and elsewhere? All the time. It never stops. The Koch brothers are behind it. The insurance Aetna is behind it, for example. Uh, hospital chains are behind it. They just don't want to be held accountable. And, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of preventable deaths in this country that are torts, and very few of them get into court of law. It's not that easy to win a, a tort case for an injured plaintiff or a patient. But just consider this. Over 100,000 people die from malpractice in hospitals uh, every year. That's 2,000 a week, according to the Harvard School of Public Health. 65,000 people die from air pollution, preventable, every year. That's the EPA figure. Almost 60,000 people die from workplace-related diseases or trauma. That's OSHA figures. On and on. And so the problem with the tort law is underutilized for a whole variety of reasons, which we can't go into because of time. And we want to educate people because the more we use our laws, the more the laws will be viewed as as something to be respected, to be preserved, to be defended. My dad always used to tell us, if you don't use your rights, 
you're going to someday lose your rights. And that really is a lesson of history. Excellent. The American Museum of Tort Law is the new museum. It's in Winstead, Connecticut. The man behind it is my guest, Ralph Nader. Mr. Nader, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations. It's very easy to get to, too, right between New York and Boston in scenic Litchfield County. Come visit. Ralph Nader, of course, is one of America's most famous consumer advocates, and that's putting it mildly. This portion of the show, by the way, is sponsored by Emerald Waterways that invites you to journey to a new and exciting destination, Mystical Miramar and the Irrawaddy River. Now, this is a once-in-a-lifetime river expedition, and if you book by October 31st, you'll receive free airfare from select gateways. But space is limited, so book now. Emerald Waterways has also extended its free airfare when you book owners' one-bedroom suites and grand balcony suites on the European itineraries. Or fly to Europe for just $495 for all other stateroom categories, again, on European itineraries. Have you checked out emeraldwaterways.com to receive their free brochure? Oh, you can arrange for a personal information session with one of their specialists. With Emerald Waterways, you'll travel along Europe's most picturesque rivers, valleys, and villages. Emerald's ships include onboard pools and cinemas and an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks. Shore excursions are included at no additional charge. You'll enjoy an English-speaking crew, complimentary Wi-Fi, beer and wine, spacious accommodations, gratuity transfers, and port charges are also included. So Europe or Africa, visit emeraldwaterways.com for your free brochure, or you can go to rudymaxa.com and look right there on the homepage under Sponsors. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. So glad you are. Stick around. We'll be right back right after these messages. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you're seeking an adventure of a lifetime, an easy trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time for Iceland. Yes, Iceland. The Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's World listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Reykjavik four-star city break with Spa and Northern Lights Tour, or the Iceland Escape for a unique spa and nature break tour. These are four-day, three-night trips starting around $500 per person. Seriously. Go to RudyMaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourism Bureau link for these great trips and more. Savvy travelers know that there are river cruises, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways. You've heard Rudy, Mary, and me talking about Emerald for some time now. They offer excellent value and amenities not found with the competition. Their ships have onboard pools and cinemas, an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, all gratuities, shore excursions, Wi-Fi, beer and wine, port charges. They're all included. Order your free brochure today at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now, back to Rudy Maxa's World. Well, we're clearly going to change gears right now as we go from Rudy and Ralph to something not talked about very much, life-threatening blood clots typically caused by flying on airplanes. Welcome back. It's 33 past the hour, and this indeed is Rudy Maxa's World with Robert and Mary Carey. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. This portion of the program is sponsored by Orbits.com. 
Have you tried using Orbitz.com for your travel needs yet? This is a site that Rudy, Robert, and I use frequently, and we like it for its value and its convenience. If you're planning a trip for leisure or business, or maybe a last-minute getaway before the winter holidays are here, whatever it is, let Orbitz.com handle it for you. From hotels and resorts to airline tickets, car rentals, vacation packages, and more, Orbitz.com is your one-stop shop for online travel needs. And when you book using Orbitz.com, you'll earn instant rewards to use instantly, and who doesn't like that? They even offer an Orbitz Rewards Visa card that earns you even more rewards with no annual fee and no foreign transaction fees. Check out Orbitz.com today for your travel needs or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors, and let them know you're a listener of the show. We met our next guest, Kelsey Manerick, at a travel industry event earlier this year. She has an impressive story that she'll be sharing. Uh, seven or eight years ago, when she was just 21, she was diagnosed with DVT, a blood clot in a deep vein of her leg. Her doctor prescribed support stockings or compression socks, but Kelsey wasn't impressed with the styles available being sold in the market. So she did something about it. Thus was born Rejuva Health. Kelsey, welcome to Rudy Max's World with Robert Mary Carey. Nice to have you join us for a few minutes today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so Kelsey, we saw a statistic on the CDC website that said about 300 million people travel on long-distance flights that are generally classified as more than four hours each year. Blood clots, also called deep vein thrombosis, can be a serious risk for some long-distance travelers. However, anyone traveling more than four hours by air, car, bus, train, or boat, I guess it really doesn't matter, if you're sitting stationary, can be a risk. How did you develop your DVT? Well, those statistics are so interesting, and I'm living proof of them. Mm -hmm. I actually developed mine during a plane flight from Los Angeles to New York, so it definitely qualifies under that four-hour um, cutoff you'd read. Sure. And they believe it was the combination of that plane flight being still, it was a red eye, I was a middle seat, didn't move, in conjunction with a hormonal birth control pill. So there's other things that can increase your likelihood to develop this condition. Yeah, there are other factors as well. So you, obviously, you went and you got care and you're fine, thankfully. And then you decided that since you'd had this incident, you wanted to prevent it from happening again. So you went to get compression socks, stockings, leggings, and you didn't find much that was appealing out there. So what did you do? So it started as a passion project. I wanted something I could feel more comfortable and confident in and began looking for something, couldn't find it, started designing it, combining um, patterns I'd seen in traditional socks or hosiery and reaching out to manufacturers who could take those aesthetic designs and then build in compression function that's tightest at the ankle and looser above to help facilitate that upward movement of fluid and blood right. um, towards the heart that's so important while traveling. And after about a year, of R&D, we, we did it, and that's from where Rejuva was born. Did you have a background with designing products like this at all? I actually didn't. I was more involved in branding and marketing aspects of businesses, so this was absolutely a, a personal learning opportunity. But the Reju your, your products, they do contain uh, real medical compression in them. Exactly. They're actually an FDA-registered medical device, and it's very important for any traveler seeking compression stockings that they do make sure that the garments they have are called graduated compression. There is a difference. Some athletic companies now are advertising things that are quote-unquote just compression. There is a difference between something that's just tight and something that will actually give you those health benefits. 
So okay. it's okay. And so, you know, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, well, so blood clots, they can form, you know, in the deep veins of the legs during travel because, let's be honest, we're sitting still in a confined space for a long period of time. The longer you're in mobile, the greater your risk for a blood clot. And if part of the blood clot, you know, God forbid, breaks off and travels to your lungs, uh, it's obviously going to create a blockage and a pulmonary embolism can be fatal. But I'm curious from your standpoint, unlike years ago, since 9-11, certainly, movement by passengers on airlines in particular has been discouraged, you know, making the need for compression socks or legwear all the more important. So how has that impacted your business? And what would you tell our audience today about the need to wear compression legwear or socks or stockings when traveling? Yes, I couldn't agree with the point you brought up more is that it is more important than ever, especially as we're all being mindful of security precautions, to do whatever we can when we're sitting in our seat. So in conjunction with wearing your compression stockings, things you can do are flex and point your toes while you're sitting, stay hydrated. It's tempting to drink that coffee, but when you can, stick to the water, avoid the alcohol. Oh, absolutely, you want to hydrate, right? Yeah, the hydration, the movement, even when you're, you know, not getting up, it's so important on international flights. Um, if you can get an aisle, get up, walk around, take those frequent bathroom breaks, um, again, in conjunction with the socks, it's all going to certainly help you. And again, the other thing like you had alluded to is in conjunction with that, compression is becoming more of the general wellness conversation. In conjunction with travel channels, you're seeing more of it for athletes as they're recovering. And all of that same technology is used to the benefit of us who are either sitting for long periods, on our feet for long periods. And it's something I hope more people are thinking about as a preventative tool for their health in the go forward. Well, Kelsey Manarek, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thanks. We didn't invite Kelsey on the show today to cause mass fear-mongering, I promise. But if you're going to be traveling long distances and you're not moving around much, protect yourself and consider wearing compression socks, stockings, or legwear. You can find info on Kelsey's company at rejuvahealth.com, and there are others out there as well, but uh, check out rejuvahealth.com. When we come back, Tom Spagnola, Cheapo Air's travel expert, will join Rudy to discuss some travel tips and suggestions for holiday travel. So we hope you'll stay with us. We're back in three minutes. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you're seeking the adventure of a lifetime, a fun trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time to visit Iceland. Yes, Iceland. Right now, the Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's World listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Iceland Luxury Tour or the Around Iceland's Ring Road. Packages are amazing eight-day, seven-night trips starting around $1,600 per person. The experiences and exclusives you'll receive are outstanding. Check these special offers out at RudyMaxa.com and click on the link to Iceland Tourism Bureau. Did you know that the average cost for a family of four to attend a professional baseball game is over 200 bucks? At the same time, over 40% of all sports, concert, and theater tickets go unsold. So how come we're all paying so much when so many seats go empty? I'm Adam Kanner, founder of ScoreBig.com. We found a way to work directly with teams and venues to get their unsold seats and pass the huge savings on to you. On ScoreBig.com, we guarantee you'll save on great sports, concert, and theater tickets. And we're not talking about last-minute nosebleed seats to events you don't want to see, but millions of great seats for the best events, days, weeks, even months in advance. On ScoreBig.com, when you successfully name a ticket price, on average, you'll save over 33% below box office price each time you buy, with no added fees or shipping charges ever. There are lots of places to buy tickets, but if you really want to save, then check out scorebig.com. 
And now save even more at scorepick.com. Click on the radio mic and enter code 3636, and we'll take an additional $20 off your ticket purchase. That's scorebig.com, promo code 3636. You may think being totally blind is the greatest challenge I face, but actually, it's the fact that I'm often wide awake at 3 a.m. and struggling to stay awake in the middle of the day. This is called Non-24, and it affects up to 70% of people who are totally blind like me. It makes just getting through the day a real struggle. Learn more about Non-24 by calling 855-856-2424 or visiting learnmorenon24.com. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. I've always liked anything that rolls, explodes, and makes noise. Jay Leno's back with a new show about the rides that move us. It is more than just about cars. It's about style. It's about the personalities, why people like cars. It's about the way vehicles make you feel. Every car has a story, and everybody has a story about their car. It's not just about fancy cars. It's about vehicles that touch a nerve. Jay Leno's Garage. All new Wednesdays at 10. It's having a story that goes with the car. CNBC. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it. 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 Book your trip with Orbitz, get Orbitz rewards, and use them instantly. Only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards. Instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com slash rewards. participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Where this portion of Rudy Maxa's world is sponsored by emails.com. Have you tried the service yet? Totally free to test out for two weeks. Then it's just a few dollars a month if you continue. Uh, now, here's the deal with emails. It'll, uh, with emails, excuse me. It'll save you time and money. By saving you doing the, uh, doing the heavy lifting of planning your meals, organizing your grocery lift, list, you can stop wandering around the grocery store trying to remember what it is you need for that dish. Each week, you'll receive delicious new recipes with a matching grocery list right in your inbox or through the free app. Emails offers over 40 plan options like classic, paleo, clean eating, gluten-free, low-carb, Mediterranean, kid-friendly, vegetarian, low-calorie, and more. 50 plan. I didn't know there are 50 different ways to have dinner. And you can switch plans, uh, switch between plans as often as you like at no charge. So uh, do what the carries and I have done and get emails today. As a listener on the show, you'll get two weeks free when you sign up at emails.com. That is E M E A L S.com, emails.com, or you can go to rudymaxa.com and look under sponsored. Um, uh, Robert promised Tom from, uh, <clears throat> from uh, Cheapo Airfare he uh, had to get on a plane to go to London, so he couldn't make it today. We'll try to get him on another time because we do have Thanksgiving travel coming up. But I'm delighted to be joined by an author of a new book. Her name is Diane Ratican, and her book is called Why L.A. Pourquoi Paris? It's a, it's a very unique book, and I'm going to ask her a little bit of the history of it before I try to explain it to you. Diane, welcome to the show. Nice to have you in the house. 
Thank you for having me on the program, Rudy. It's really exciting. Well, I, you'll get over it in a few minutes, I'm sure. Okay. So, so, uh, so, in, uh, so when you're 16 years old, you're tooling around L.A. because you live there in your blue Impala convertible going up and down Sunset yeah. Boulevard or along the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, then in 18, you go to Paris for the first time. You obviously fell in love with these two cities, and you have created a book in yeah. which two artists sort of do a counterpoint to each other. One artist does Paris, one does L.A., and so you might have... Uh, uh, oh, the Café de Flore in, in a drawing a, a color drawing of it in Paris, and compare that with a coffee house in L.A. You, uh, you have actors and actresses uh, as in, in, in L.A. and and waiters in Paris. You have the Venice Canals of Venice, California, and on the opposite page is an illustration of the Canal San Martin. Are the are, are each of these? Give me a history of these two authors and what they were trying to do here. What you were trying to do with them? Did you commission them the to do artists? this? Okay, no, 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 no. I did commission them to do this. The, the whole book in the Paris was was my idea. Um, that's because I lived the life for 30 years. I still live it. I go back and forth um, constantly to both cities. They're both my cities. Um, I decided to tell my story through art because art liberates the soul. It provokes the imagination, and it celebrates humanness. Um, when I decided to tell the story, I needed to find an artist. I, I can draw, but I'm not gonna, I wasn't going to do the book on my own. And um, I decided to tell it through Eric Juriad, who is the Parisian artist, and Nick Liu, the L.A. artist. And they gave life to my vision. Uh, the art has garnered much acclaim. The book's been nominated, actually, for the SIBA Award. It's a finalist in the art category, and it's sold on Big Cartel, Etsy, and the YLA Proquapari website. Um, it, it's, it's amazing. The, the pairs um, were my idea. It, the book um, is divided into uh, seven chapters, Cityscapes and Landmarks, Culture, Celebrity, Entertainment, Fashion, Sports, Leisure, Culture, Cuisine, Food, uh, Cities in Motion, Getting from A to B. And the narratives at the beginning of each section are informative and interesting and provide insights for the visual pairs that follow. I would so agree with that. People yeah, did, exactly. did these artists but, compare what they were doing each time? Well, I, I did this huge, huge storyboard. Um, it had actually 160 pairs in it, and it took two and a half years to just do the 85 pairs that are in that in this beautiful book. And actually, I just want to let you know something. Um, the artists, each artist did each pair. There's only one pair in that book, and I'd, I'd love to have ah. you guess which one it was. That was, ah. one was done by the French artist, and one was done by the L.A. artist. Because when you really see the artwork, it is an art book, and they were designed to be artistically compatible. Well, did the French um, artist go to L.A. to do, and, and the well, L.A. artist go to fr he'd France been to, to do? Eric Juriad is very well. He'd been to L.A., traveled to L.A., yes. Okay. And then Nick, I sent to, I sent him, you know, because they both had the script, if you will. And I sent him off on his own to Paris, and he came back. And the most wonderful part of the journey of the book was working with them. Imagine I'm having these ideas, and I gave them all this information, and they were able to do it exactly what expressed in my head and my heart. I mean, right, that is really difficult to do. And there's... They're fabulous. Um, the uh, art has just gotten so much acclaim, and it, and um, it's every a very. Time and I'm, I'm Diane, we only have ten seconds left, so I'm I, sorry oh. to cut you off, but I want to make sure people understand the title of this book. Diane Ratigan is the author, right. uh, and, and 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 got the artwork to be done. The book is called Why L.A. Pourquoi Paris? Pourquoi of course means why in French. Why Paris? Why L.A.? It's an artistic pairing of two pairing of two iconic cities. You can get it at Amazon.com, I'm sure. Diane, too brief a time, but I appreciate your glimpse. Thanks.
Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Connect with the program, call 800 387 8025. That's 800 387 8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. And the portion of the show is this portion of the show. It's sponsored by mypillow.com. If you go into mypillow.com to check out these great pillows, what's stopping you? In addition to regular bed pillows, MyPillow.com also has uh, terrific travel pillows, too. And right now they're offering listeners of this show a special buy one, get one free offer. MyPillows.com come with a 10-year warranty not to go flat. They contain a patented interlocking fill that adjusts to your individual sleep needs. If you listen regularly, then you've heard us talking about it for many months now. If you like us, you've probably tried a lot of pillows over the years at homes and hotels or wherever, but there's something special about these MyPillows, so check them out. Each one's made in America with all American materials. They can be washed and dried. And they come with a 60-day guarantee to provide the best sleep of your life. If they don't, return them for a full refund. So go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, to get your buy one, get one free special. Or you can try them out risk-free, as we mentioned before, by calling 800-775-1983, 800-775-1983. Or go to MyPillow.com, enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y. You'll also find a link at RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. It's about 18 ways to get a MyPillow here. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be no excuse for not having a MyPillow. I, uh, my next guest is uh, from the state I live in, Minnesota. She's from Anoka, which uh, I've heard of the town, but I didn't know it was the Halloween capital of the world, as decreed apparently by the U.S., no less a personage than the U.S. Congress. Roxy Orcutt is an amateur uh, lover of all things uh, paranormal. Excuse me. <laughs> she has written a book called History and Hauntings of the Halloween Capital, and uh, she joins me now as we approach Halloween in a couple of weeks. Roxy, let's start with a big question. Why is Little Anoka, Minnesota, the Halloween capital of the, <laughs> the United States? Well, you'd think we'd have a lot of people gunning for the title, but apparently we have it here in our town. It started about 1920 when the naughty, naughty kids in town were starting to wreak all kinds of havoc. Like, it was getting really bad. They were releasing cows, which would go into prisons and schools and just destroy globes and books and they were knocking over outhouses and cows cows c-o-w-s cows Cows. right as in moo cows yeah Yeah, releasing cows okay (laughs) releasing them from their barn and traditional halloween thing of course i still do it it got so bad that the citizens in town were talking about arming themselves against children so a couple of the people in charge of things were like we just cannot have that so they decided to mount a huge citywide celebration that was near mandatory for everyone to attend in 1920, and it's just kind of grown from there. We're celebrating our 95th year this year. So, but what, what goes on? I mean, is this a scary thing? Oh, no, it's, it's quite, you know, they've got your haunted houses, but it's all very family-friendly. There's lots of parades. There's a pumpkin carving contest. There's a, you know, a scavenger hunt. It's, it's all kinds of fun stuff. There's wine tasting for the grown-ups and a 
tent party it, with local bands. Is the public invited to this outside of Anoka? Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. We have and how, so how long a drive is Anoka from the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, which is where you'd fly into we, if you really really want to celebrate we, Halloween? Well, from, well, we're literally 20 minutes from downtown Minneapolis. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> we are very close. So how is there enough? A lot of people think we're far. How is there not. enough to, to, you did a History and Hauntings of the Halloween Capital is your book. How, how yep. is there enough material to do a book? Is there that well, much haunting so going on in Anoka? Well, this, the book's more of a history book, but people love ghost stories. So I had to throw a couple in. There's a great ghost tour that the Anoka County Historical Society puts on no, during the Halloween know. season. Yeah, okay. it's a great tour. But um, I got a lot of my stories from that. I used to actually do the tours. I volunteered with the History Center for a while. But then there's just so many rich characters in the book that contributed to Halloween in Anoka. And I kind of take the time to tell their stories. We have like a George Green, Harold Blair, who was a young man from Anoka who got the Congressional Declaration for us in the 30s. There's, well, there's a lot of like a lot of little stories to tell and a lot of interesting facts. And it's, it's, a, it's a fun read. It's, it was really fun to read. How, what does your house look like at Halloween? Well, I'm kind of like kicking myself. It's October 10th and I don't have a lot of decorations out, but it gets pretty rocking towards the end of the month. I got a couple pumpkins and a broom. But that's all year round for me, actually. <laughs> a couple pumpkins and a broom? You can't do better? You don't have uh, no. lights? You don't have, like, cobwebs on your door and stuff? I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> but you're Miss Halloween in Anoka, Minnesota. I know. It's, I'm disappointed in myself. By this time, I usually have my Halloween village out, and I've got hay bales on the front step. And But I don't know. i got to get moving this weekend. <laughs> you got a hus- You got a family? I sure do, yeah. I've got two kids and a husband and too many pets. Hmm. And the husband puts up with all this? Oh, yeah. He is not a Halloween fan in the least. It's very much dragging, (laughs) kicking, and screaming sort of situation, but he puts up with it for whatever reason. Well, he's married to a woman whose website is HalloweenHoney.com, and if this intrigues you and you want to uh, read about a small town in Minnesota where Halloween, Halloween capital of the world, decreed by the U.S. Congress? That's right, yep, in 1938, if I have my date correct, and it was reaffirmed in 2003. Are you behind this? No, no, no. I was. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> well, who decided in Congress that Anoka should be knighted this way? Well, it went, it went down to Harold Blair, who went to Washington, D.C. on a um, trip with the Minneapolis Star back in 1938. And Who's he Harold Blair? He, he's a 12-year-old boy from Anoka who won a contest and sold the most subscriptions to the Minneapolis Star, so he oh was awarded goodness. with a trip to Washington, D.C. Oh my, and while is, there... He talked to his congressman, and I get it, I get it. This is a small-town America story if I ever heard it. Anoka, Minnesota. Don't miss it. I'm Rudy Maxa. We're coming to the end of our first hour. Some of our stations do leave us. Not many of them, thank goodness. If you're sticking around, we'll be back in about six minutes after some local news and some spots. Got a lot of good guests coming up for you in the next hour. Don't go away. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.